0: You filthy animals.
1: <laughs> How are my buddies over at the R2 Sonic Campfire doing
0: today? Never well. Keeping warm. <laughs> oh, oh man, oh man. <laughs> you guys should come. You're my good luck charms, man. I always catch fish with you guys. Is, is
1: there room on the bus? Cause I look at you guys and the, the eight or nine of you guys impress me a lot you know, because I Just first ran it. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, no, go on. You
2: guys. Yeah. Um, I don't do advertising. You're not going to see me on billboards or in
4: newspapers classifieds. Not Podcasts. that. Well, yeah, there's that because, you know, you guys are
5: awesome. Oh but. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that's comforting
6: to know in case I say something stupid. Oh, no, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're hearing it. That's kind our thing. So don't step on our turf. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Oh, man. I hope I I hope I don't. What we're saying is actually new. So uh, that's why we're fumbling a little bit, but it's
0: going to sound amazing. Welcome back to the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. podcast. Tonight's Sonic Campfire episode. Is going to be epic, but before that, remember, we are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you into the outdoors by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust.
3: You You
1: can can trust them.
0: them. I'm Steve.
3: Hey, I'm Ryan.
1: I'm Will. I'm Pick. I'm Catfish. I'm Brad. Don't forget, it's Bucky. (laughs) How could we forget?
2: Yeah,
0: ain't that the truth. (laughs) We're we're not... We're not gonna uh, we're not gonna dilly dally around at all tonight. We're gonna get you, right into you, it. Steve, you never do, Bud.
3: If there's anybody on d- this show who's neither dillied nor dallied, it's been you.
7: Yeah, I guess see be around like the bush it. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Or maybe there'll be none of that either. Our little ring around the rosy he... tires.
3: He's done that from time to time, mm-hmm. but no dillied nor no dallied.
8: That's so what, what I always called them. So what were you
3: saying? What
6: did you what'd you do?
3: What'd you do,
0: buddy? You, you know, my favorite episodes are well, all the episodes, but some mm. of my some of my most favorite episodes are the ones with our I don't know if we should start a segment called Hometown Heroes or not. Uh, I something wouldn't. to that effect. I like you don't the sound think?
3: of that though.
0: I, I, I love I love the, the guests. Especially that are close to home. This sounds and like Dilly Dally to me. It, oh. Yeah, you
1: are Dilly and
0: Dally. You're right. You're right. I, it, it's you're, your first foray into
1: right. it. He <laughs> dipped his tough. Yeah, and you're not good, but
0: <laughs> maybe tonight's you should avoid guest, it. <laughs> tonight's guest is from our old, our old stomping grounds back in uh, uh, central, south central Pennsylvania, even more central than we are now. In uh, from Bedford County, we have Courtney Stern. Now uh, Courtney runs. Well, you know what? We're just going to bring Courtney on Sally. and let her tell you what she runs. Courtney, welcome.
4: Hi.
2: Hi, Courtney. Hey, how
0: are you?
4: Good. I'm. I'm real good. How are you guys?
6: Good. Doing great. Thanks for tolerating us.
4: Oh, my pleasure. I can tolerate a lot more, so we're good for now. Well,
7: it's hey. pretty early it's in the
2: show. Young. <laughs> Give us
7: a chance. Just start. wait till we start Dillian and Dallian.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Courtney, tell us about your blog.
4: Okay, so um, my blog kind of started out, it was honestly um, my mother-in-law's idea, but I wanted to start a blog for... Um, hunter's wives because I feel like a lot of the time uh we don't really have like a community to go to to like be with each other and understand each other's struggles and I mean I say that very lightly because I grew up in a hunting home so I know very easily you know the struggles are also benefits but um I just like to Be let other women that aren't used to it know that it's normal and that you know, nine times out of ten, your husband really appreciates it.
6: You're you're what they call in the industry a keeper.
4: Some would say, (laughs) others would say, I'm too much to handle, but
2: yeah,
6: (laughs) (laughs) that's great. Um, this is so it's not just a blog, I mean, it's a whole lifestyle, kind of what you alluded to um you know if you have a chance I think everybody should go over to like which do you prefer your Facebook group or your uh Instagram or it's all kind of the mixed in now
4: um yeah so my Facebook and Instagram are pretty like coexistent um I do have my blog I'll be honest I haven't like actually written something on that in a while just with like hunting seasons happening so Whenever Mm -hmm. hunting happens, then I don't have as much time because my husband's gone a little more. So, um, and then the business like starting up. So I also take a lot of the byproducts of the kills that my husband and I take and use those to make um, jewelry and crafts and different products for women to wear so that it's not so much of a gruesome thing either. Mm. That's the, the, the goal is to go full circle. I don't, I don't like, you know, um, with trapping, I absolutely love to trap, but that's one of the hardest things for me. Cause a lot of people don't eat all of the animals that they trap and they only use the fur. So, um, like I love it and I want to get into like eating and using more of the remains too, just cause that's a, that's a big deal of just using the whole animal i guess
6: to me i, I just can we just kind of yeah break pl- it down yeah, a little we, bit let's like, pump be- the brakes here before a we go that yeah, far like covered- okay sorry sorry so, you
1: I- covered three episodes dear right there
6: <laughs> yes so let's break it down a little bit so just off the top of my head there's basically you have that artesian side that arts and crafts side of things you have the cooking and recipes that, yes. That uh, you know, wild game recipes. Um it, it, you have like 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 you said, the whole lifestyle that support is
1: support your man.
2: Uh yeah. I'm
6: gonna
1: go do it myself.
2: Like yeah.
1: <laughs> you could just keep on like like I said, we need to do maybe a series. <laughs> I,
6: whole, I'm court.
1: doing it again, guys. You're giving away a series
6: well, now. Yeah, series? He just doesn't that a
7: boy. Can we can we start at the beginning though? How did we get into this? The voice of reason. Thank you, Brad. How did she, how did you, Courtney, get into this? Like, what was the impetus of this? Why did you feel the need to do this?
1: So
4: really, um, you know, I grew up in a hunting household my whole life. Like, I was an only child. So my dad, like you guys know my dad, but basically he raised me to be the son that he never had. Um, So, I mean,
6: (laughs) I I was. I can see that.
4: I was like hunting and fishing and like gutting animals by the time I was like eight. Um, so it was pretty normal for me, but to go on the it's other a side start of start for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was pretty yeah. like, there would be times where he would pull up to my elementary school and get me out of school just to show me the dead animal that he killed. Like
1: I can't Pretty awful. I can't help it. She stunted a little, she should have learned this before school. <laughs>
4: I know. Yeah. Um, but so I guess then whenever I, you know, became a wife, I didn't realize how much I would not necessarily have to give up, but adjust my like hunting styles and my hunting life and my regular life and likes and wants to help accommodate him. Because I thought that I was a big hunter, but then I met my husband and
6: Can we just touch on that just a little bit? And I just want to know, in your own words, yeah, who's a bigger hunter, your dad or your husband?
4: Oh, my husband, hands down. And my dad will tell you that, too.
6: It's that to me, I can't wrap my head around that.
4: (laughs) I, you
6: married like, like, (laughs) because your dad is a big hunter, a large, large hunter. Yeah yes yeah but your husband is is again next level Uh, i've seen some pictures yeah
4: Yeah, like honestly i'm not gonna lie guys i was really surprised that you asked me to come on the show and not him because (laughs) he has i mean like he he hunts four states every year per average so he hunts maryland pennsylvania west virginia and ohio and then every year i make sure that I normally push him, but, like, he gives out west and elk hunts for archery, too, in uh, Idaho. Um,
6: Not just, like, archery, though. Like, traditional archery.
4: Yes, traditional art So, he started off as regular archery hunting. And this past year, he actually took his trad bow out and um, got one with a traditional bow. Wow.
0: So, that's
6: awesome.
4: Yeah, like... <laughs> So, so is, yeah, we're yeah. just
6: using you to get to him. Hmm.
4: It, hey, indeed, <laughs> listen, it's a good start because I will say yes before he will. So I can vouch for you now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we well, here's cred. the thing,
3: though. We've done this a number of times hey. with with some of our local uh, local folks that we've made friends with. And we've started on the the female side of the relationship. Uh-huh. And we also found out that they were also, generally speaking, they were the actual game guys. Yeah,
6: they were more the alpha. They were, they were yeah. the ones
3: that are they're setting the rules and you know, yeah. The guys are lucky to have them. Let's be honest,
0: Courtney. You mentioned at the start of the show that there were some sacrifices that a hunter's wife has to make. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? What What, what did you mean? Like, what are some of the things that that you've sacrificed?
4: Yeah. So that's a really good, um, point. Um, and I didn't necessarily have that sort of relationship. Like whenever my, whenever I live with my mom and dad and, you know, my dad and I would go hunting together, it was always, he'd hunt and then come back in the evenings or we'd all go away for a weekend. Well, there are times where, um, you know, I have a bunch of house stuff to do, or I have to work or, you know, the laundry needs done or the dishes need done or something like that. And Jay and his dad will want to go out and go hunting in Ohio for the whole weekend. Um, and so there have been times where we, you know, and then he'll want to go hunting in the evenings after work. And so there will be weeks where we might only see each other, maybe two evenings. And those two evenings, you know, he's typically absolutely exhausted and sure. you, you don't really get a lot of time, you know, quality time together so much as what you used to, um, but it has been a big game changer.
7: So like you, you have to give up a lot because he's on his stuff, but like when, um, when you asked to do, cause you want to hunt, you want to do your thing. Like, yeah. and like, so where's that balance at, you know? Cause I think most of so, us, like we, I know, uh, catfish has, his wife likes to hunt, but right. they hunt together, right. but it's not like, uh, you need to stay home while I do the hunting that kind of thing
5: where they, uh, like, how does that work for you? It's correct. Yeah. Lacey actually yeah. doesn't so see uh, me when I go fishing cause she doesn't fish as much, <laughs> but when, when I'm hunting, she's usually with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, so that's a good point. The good question too, because um, again, this was a big learning curve for me. Whenever Jay and I got married, or even started dating, we were dating for four years before we got married. Um, but just how different he hunted compared to what my dad hunted. Like if if I hunt, if Jay hunted like my dad hunted, I could hunt every single day with Jay. No question, be out there. Every single morning, you know, just right by his side, no problem. My husband will sprint up and down four mountains seven times over again with 20 minutes left to spare to possibly get remotely close to a gobbler. And like, I'm talking, su- and I'm talking like dead sprint. Like, he's almost broken his ankle on multiple occasions because he's like <laughs> going so fast.
1: He's like a um, mountain goat.
4: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um his dad's even worse. It's kind of funny. But that's kind of where I have to weigh out how cuz you want you don't want to in my opinion, I don't want to take away from his hunting experience by me going with him. Like I've always wanted to go out west elk hunting with him, but and they camp out and like do all that and I absolutely love that, but I know that if I would go out with him, he would probably come back earlier than what he would because he's worried mm-hmm. about me at camp or to make sure that I'm okay or not that I'm going to get worried or, you know, my supper will get cold that I have made. I know that that would put more worry on him if I went out, even though I really want to, and I want him to enjoy that. So I guess for me, it's weighing in my mind is would we ha- would we both have the equal amount of fun and time together? if I went, as opposed to if I just let him go. And there are different places that we hunt where I know that we'll both have a great time and I won't feel like I'm holding him back and he won't feel like, you know, he's pushing me too hard. And there are other places where, like, there's no question I'm not going.
1: I don't know if we can put this out, guys. I, I really I I don't know because this could <laughs> this could ruin a lot of marriages right now. I'm I'm just being honest. Um
0: No, you're you're right. Courtney, like how had of the other you you were so other in tune, like
1: you are so in tune to just how your very presence impacts how your husband is even going to approach his hunt. That is so more insightful
4: Oh, my god than yeah.
1: I've ever known any other any other w- woman that we've talked to and I'll say that I'll be willing to say that after four and a half seasons that that is the most well, insightful I, thing that I think I've ever heard and respectful thing that I've heard of. i really god bless you
4: oh i I really appreciate that and I mean it's nice to hear that because Like, I know my husband appreciates it, but there are times where, like, you know, it kind of affects me, too, in that knowing that, like, I'm I'm letting him, I don't want to say letting him go, but he's going and having all this fun and, like, He's willing to do that, even though I
1: kind of want to go too. Like whenever we letting him go, and you should (laughs) be going because you are the more you are so more prepared than my wife. But yet you understand the fact that your very presence in that atmosphere will take his mind off the in oh yeah that it's so. But it takes one to know one. There's no other woman that would even be saying this unless it's you. Listen, if if, if your
6: if your hunting partner runs across seven mountains to get the turkey, I say go
7: and get
2: Yeah
6: <laughs> you, <laughs> g- you go. <laughs> male or female. Stand down. <laughs> male or female, I'm out too. <laughs> I'm yeah.
7: Chase him to me. I'll be at the bottom of the first
0: mountain. <laughs> put on a turkey drive. I tell Courtney, Dusty how, that
1: all day how long. How did the
0: Courtney, how did the other wives that you communicate with feel? Are they, are they typically on the same page as you? with this or are there different opinions
4: um so honestly and this is kind of like the sad part I've only ever really been in contact with like two or three wives that have reached out to me um initially and they just they kind of just said about how you know they feel alone at times and you know really miss their husbands and but I feel like I struggle with that too because I feel like I bring a different side to the table where a lot of women don't have that like background of you know full-fledged hunting or know what it feels like to you know kill a big gobbler for the first time or how, to have how does that, that feel does
6: that feel yeah i oh need to know goodness. that as a woman.
2: Like,
4: <laughs> it is the best feeling in the entire world like i can't even explain to you oh my it was i i literally got Start so mad because i didn't mm. Well, first of all, I didn't even know that you could get two turkey tags, and then whenever my husband said that after I had killed my turkey, I'm like, wait, you didn't get me the second one? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. So, but yeah, uh, it was, it was amazing.
6: Congratulations. Thank
4: I don't, you. I don't, thank you so much. Yeah. That was,
3: well, that was pretty recent, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was actually, um, the opening day of Pennsylvania.
3: Nice yeah
8: so yeah. Qu- Courtney go go back to you know the, the discussion that you may have with some of those uh other ladies out there that are dealing with or trying to understand their husband or their boyfriend or their significant other going out and leaving them what what advice do you give them to try to help them cope for the lack of a better term than being at home? picks asking for a friend uh, yeah
4: no but That's, that's a really good question because I feel like a lot of the times, um, us women are felt, I mean, we are, we're called, you know, in the Bible multiple times, it says that we're called to be the caregivers and the, you know, kind of like backbone of the home and that we're not, we're supposed to put ourselves on the back burner kind of, um, but I feel like during hunting season, Um whenever my husband is around, like that's whenever I find myself the most. Okay. That's whenever I put more effort into myself and whenever I find a hobby, like I work on my crafting more and my, you know, my shop more. I um, you know, spend more time with like family, like just Amazon. find stuff that makes you happy. No. No,
8: no, no damn Amazon, not no.
6: Amazon. Hmm.
4: I'm not a big shopper, I don't, I'm not a big
8: shopper. So, um, so, so, so I'm, I'm interpreting that don't sit home and sulk, but yeah. seek things to Im- improve Yourself. your hobbies and pr- yeah, find something yeah. that you're interested in and that's self invest, yeah, with the time. Yeah. A- am I correct in that interpretation?
4: Like, uh, yeah, very much so. And I'm don't get me wrong, like, there are definitely like evenings where I do, I sulk, but like the best way to sulk is like watch a homework movie and then get in a bubble bath and like <laughs> well, everything. I love it.
1: Yes. And maybe light yeah. a candle or two. Bucky. Exactly. And Will it, it stop just stop makes it. the whole world. He's been there.
2: Yeah. It's makes the whole sister. world. Okay. I do. Yeah. I
1: mean, a little fire to focus on
8: and I, and i and i you know as you know I, i'm not a wife as as most know but what? as a what as a husband
3: he's peeling back the curtain again
8: you know there's there's always a give and take and there's always a respect and understanding you know whether your husband wife or between people in general um that are spending their their lives together so um you know it it goes both ways you know there's definitely uh, uh, an attitude of, of selflessness that has to go into each relationship. And so it's, it's, you know, uh, it, it's great that if each one of those people find that in themselves where, you know, they, 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 they try to, and they do understand, you know, each other and find that limit.
4: Yeah. And that's exactly. And another thing too. um, Like, uh, going along with that, because that's, I mean, perfect, but communicate like you said, finding the limit. Once you find that limit, the best thing to do is communicate that you're
3: at. Push through it. No. I think.
1: After you, you, after you communicate. (laughs) I love you, Courtney. But like. (laughs) "Ah, You're so on
4: it. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm serious because, you know, for a while especially whenever I was starting out, like I wanted to make sure everything was okay and just smooth everything over. And then I started getting bitter inside and he didn't know why. And he does it too. Like if he gets annoyed with me, he'll get bitter inside and not, but you know, the moment you feel like, okay, like he's been gone for the past three weekends and we've maybe talked an hour out of the past three weeks I want some time with him, I tell him that. Like, right. I tell him that I miss him and I'd like a day or two. And he respects that because he knows, like,
2: well, here's the she's thing, put
4: Courtney, up with me being gone for three weeks. So, uh, yeah.
5: Co- Courtney, yeah. Here's the thing in life is if you really, truly a good wife or a good husband and your communication is good. First things first, you know, if you're going to date, let's, let's take a step back to like, if you're going to start to date a guy, one of the greatest questions is, is do you hunt and fish? Because if he is truly hunting and fishing, you know, lifestyle in his heart, then you need to know that. Cause he's going to be gone. Vice versa. You should ask her that as well, because that can make a relationship better Two if I spend as much effort and time in the woods and on the water that I need to fulfill my, you know, my soul for, for those things that I love to do, I equally put as much effort as that maybe not as much time, maybe not as much time, but as much effort into that at the house. Um, So I think that's the big thing is, for me, from what I've learned, like um Lacey was an anti-hunter, like vegetarian when I met her, and now she's one of the best, you know, turkey hunters and, and you, you mean, know best friends I can be with. Out, you mean the, the best turkey hunter? I was, yes, I just was. Saying. I have pick now. <laughs> I used to say the best, but now Pick has joined us. Oh, so yeah. Um, so yes, so you're I right. didn't I'm know. Sorry, I didn't want best. to weigh those. Gotcha. Um But Between having girls, she's only fair.
6: She just edges them out.
5: Having said that, though, I <laughs> have a. <laughs> Having said that though, I have a phenomenally understanding wife that gives me one hundred percent freedom. I'm very I'm very blessed. Um does Lacey get lonely when I'm out fishing or and gone for a weekend? Like for instance, this weekend Memorial Day weekend's coming up. I have a three day weekend. And I said, Do you care if I leave and split town with Will for three days? No. She, like her answer is always no. But do I think she gets lonely? I do. But I know when I come home next week, I will surprise her and do something that's all about her, like watch The Masked Singer. Thank you for picking on me for it, but that's no, one of the I reasons I do, do it because it's a give and take. She'll sure. make fun of you for it. it oh, no, I will too. Here's the thing Tell us it, what
3: you got to tell us. That's cool. You
5: can be in love with the outdoors and addicted. But you also have to find that in your heart to come home and be addicted to your wife just as much. Yeah. And if there you, you don't have that back and forth, yeah. you don't have you have you you should make that balance out because if she is sad and lonely, or vice versa, if he's sad and lonely, you need to fix that.
7: Yeah, because you make a commitment.
5: You do. So, but if if you I mean if you're starting to date a dude and he's like, hey man, I, I hunt 365 days a year. And, you know, in my case, like 375 days a year, you know, I don't know how many days are <laughs> only a leap year. Anyhow, track? there's, uh, I, I think that it's amazing that, cause there are a lot of women and men out there, but I, I believe more women that are frustrated because they feel that maybe guys think hunting is more cool, more important, more exciting than staying at home with their woman. Yeah. And uh, I really think that the the problem with that is there's a lot of dudes just need to go home and remind her. No, that's not the case. It's it's just different.
7: Well, yeah. I I mean I know from experience. I mean anytime I go on any kind of trip, any kind of thing, and I know you get this too, Ryan. Yeah. I mean we've talked about it before. Like you go for a weekend, you go for a week, you do your thing. There's a there's a you have that fun, you have that good time, but you also have that guilt of being like. You know, I'm away from my family, and I have that commitment, and I need to take care of that as well. Yeah. You know, and it, it's good to have, you know, what you're saying, Courtney, is, like, having that support at home, being like, yeah, go do what you – you know, yeah. go provide. Go do that thing. But you have to yep. have that balance, too. of Get them family. groceries, boy.
5: There is, one thing <laughs> it, there is one thing that will make a spouse happy, and that is – you know, if communications there and trust is there, then you can give them total freedom. If you can give somebody total freedom in their life, then they are happy. And that goes both ways. But you know, they can't take Absolutely. they can't take advantage of that and not give it back, back to you. Right. So I mean I can't spend sixty five thousand dollars this year on hunting and fishing equipment. What? And then turn around and tell my wife, oh. you can't have her new refrigerator because I'll spit and glue that one back together because I need another crossbow. I mean, it works like that, but it's not supposed to. Right. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm just making sure we we're I'm, on the same I'm page. I'm not
5: talking to us. I'm talking to the general public. that's oh, trying to other learn people. From Oh, gotcha. other people. Yeah. people yeah. There. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying, to, I'm <laughs> trying to help the couples you know, that have they, issues. you gotcha. mean those people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, 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 sorry I went off on a side rail there, Courtney, but I, I think it's great your thought process and and how you're trying to help others. I, I feel that maybe sometimes women that have this issue of loneliness or forgetfulness, or maybe they don't feel important because their husband loves to hunt is they have to remember that it's not because their husband doesn't love them. It's if you don't know what the passion of hunting and fishing is, and they don't understand that, then they don't understand him or her because it is a true addiction.
4: yes it it is yeah and whenever whenever it's december and your husband pulls out the turkey calls (laughs) and you start doing you know purrs and clucks and everything and you're having conversations in different rooms with each other like you you don't understand how how just powerful it is to them and how like like you yeah it's just it's an unexplainable feeling to be out there and experience all of nature, all of the food that's been provided to us if we just take the time and learn how to harvest it properly. Like it's amazing and it gives you so much more satisfaction than going to the grocery store and just buying it.
6: This is yep. this, this uh, is something that I you can see in some of the pics of your meals, the meal prep, the, the marinades, the, the time that you spend mashing potatoes, like they're like, they're silky smooth, you know, it's like you, there's so much passion that transfers from hunting to the plate.
4: Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's great because, you know, not only does it, Cut down on grocery costs. Like I know, like a lot of people don't believe that because they say you know their husband spends a lot of money on all this stuff, but you know,
3: yeah, we I don't spend have to do a price per pound no, breakdown.
7: It's a good. That's thing.
1: a
2: different. No, 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 episode. That's not at yeah. all what yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I'm saying. But
4: like, what I am Feedback. saying though is like. Because my husband hunts so many different states, not only has he been able to provide for my family, for us, but he also has a list of people that on the regular basis, if we have extra meat because we have a certain number of freezers that we need to fill up to know how much we need for the whole year— if we have extra meat, like we're able to help someone else out because they might not be able to afford it at that time or they might need help. Mm-hmm. How many and freezers are not...
6: you operating in? I knew you were gonna act? ask that. I'm jealous. I get jealous of freezer. Will talking.
5: Will's been wanting to build a walk-in freezer for a while. So I'm I'm looking forward to answer this question.
4: <laughs> we actually have two freezers right now at our house, but we also have a freezer at our uh so like we can't fit all of our like meat in our two freezers right now. And then we have another one at our, um, like my mother and father-in-laws and that holds like our spare. So like we have in our freezers, I have like the milk carton crates and this one will have ground deer this one will have elk steaks this one will have turkey this one will have trout that we've you know and then you just pull it out as you want it That's a um, wasted
5: space right? so there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly though it really is it really is because after i did that i found out just how much space i lost and i'm Thinking about going back, but then if I go back to that, then I have no idea where I'm. I'm digging to the bottom of the freezer to get one
2: thing that I want.
5: Just get no. so rid, of like, that, just get rid of that trout. Yeah, that I period. was going to say Next that the bait, the
3: organization skill is actually on on point. Yes. Catfish's issue about wasted space was with the trout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh it.
1: really? I yeah, put trout. that with your bait.
4: No, oh no, you need to okay catfish you need to come to my house tell them uh-huh and i'm gonna cook good trout okay
5: preach it, preach it girl i'm i'm, I'm, <laughs> Let I'm it have listen it. i i'm up 100 for a road trip and if you can persuade my opinion that trout can taste good or are fun to catch or are cool in any way i'm willing he doesn't to listen. like picking the bones out of his teeth I, I'm one of those. Oh, really? So I'm one They're of those the people. The only food
7: that are
2: toothpicks I, too. I, I
5: like can that. sit in a field goose hunt and pick a cricket up and eat it <laughs> off the ground. It don't bother me none. But if I eat a piece of fish and get a bone in my mouth, I'm done. I don't know what that is. I don't like fish bones. They're weird. I, I'm the, so I'm the, on the exact same work. way.
4: But we we fillet all of our fish out and we debone all of our trout.
5: Yes. Well, I have not eaten a piece of trout without one of them little hair. I'd like bones. to
6: yeah I'd like to see that technique.
5: Yeah, cuz I haven't seen it yet. I've I've had people tell me Courtney that they can cook meat trout with no bones in it, but I've yet to see it. So, I'm not saying Where you cannot. I? I'm not saying that you cannot. I'm up for your uh, oh, no, invite no. over there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe it is like it does it takes a lot of practice, but like you need to come over. We do. So, another thing too is there's a complete difference in like the meat color of the trout and so our a lot of the trout that we catch have like almost like the salmony pink color mm-hmm. which also gives it a lot better flavor as opposed to like you know the more paler white so like that also helps too i mean personally i like that better i'll bring but, some and crappies it helps like and we'll have a fish fry
5: too. yeah
3: fish fry okay, okay. i'm in Mm-mm. i would oh like- my
4: gosh we you guys, you guys all need to come down, and I'll just cook y'all a feast. It'll be great.
5: Yes. Okay. Crappy. Here, I'll say it again. I'm in. I want to get back. <laughs> I, got a, I got a real question now. I want to derail a minute. Go Since for it. Since we're talking about food and, uh, you know, uh, freezer space, what is it that is your favorite wild game nice. to make? Or what's your favorite dish make? To maybe? make or to eat? Both. Let's start with oh, to boy. make.
4: I love making... Oh, that's really tough. I love making so much food. Um, I like to eat, so so that's part of the problem.
3: That's part two. But yeah,
4: <laughs> um, I would probably have to say, like, a really good steak, but with the proper seasonings and sides. So I can, and this, you guys are probably going to laugh at me, but I can make a crappy piece of meat taste really good. If done right, like sure. I could give you, I could give you a piece of meat that you would not think is a steak. And I mean, it would be very good. I mean, it's all about the right seasoning, the good cast, hot cast iron skillet, like sear it oh, on both yeah. sides, put it in the oven for 10 or 15 minutes, let it rest. S&P, you have a, uh-huh. I mean, and then you, you have to complement it though with the right sides too. I really like to do like a balsamic glaze on it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, but my balsamic glaze is different though. Cause I put like 10 different things in that. So I just, I really like to make a good steak just because I don't know. That just makes me happy. Cause it's like the, the big, the big fancy meal of the, the hard work.
2: Sure.
0: But my, what's your favorite steak? Favorite like, like what kind of meat. What kind of meat? Like wild game yeah. meat. Yeah. For a steak. If you're going to make a steak what are you going to elk or deer or
4: I pick I would pick elk Elk. personally um I like elk just because it's really lean now for a burger though I go bison all the way
5: yep yep
4: Yep. uh Stevie would have picked
3: elk on that too because it's easier to spell yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. not phonetically
4: (laughs) yeah so um Definitely elk steak and then bison burger. And then I like to do, I can make a really good deer steak, but I always like that like fried just because like, that's how my dad always made it. Mm -hmm.
6: Um, Deer, deer, uh, like in a pan and butter and cast iron skillet. Yeah. You get, you gotta be quick. You gotta be good with that.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. You put, you put a little bit, you put flour and salt and pepper in a plastic bag drop the steaks in shake it up real quick oh, get I like the, that. yeah get it nice and hot and just mm. in and out yep um but my it. favorite animal to eat actually um and this this kind of goes along with my husband cooking which i had never had before until we started dating is fried rabbit uh-huh.
6: really awesome
4: now, I've had hoss and pepper, and I absolutely love that, too. But just plain fried, like, rabbit nuggets almost. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but it is amazing to me. Like, it just, it's like nature's chicken nugget, in really? my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like deep you, fried? No, just, like, regular fried. Just, like, chicken fried.
0: fried. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah like, pan fried.
0: Country fried? Country fried rabbit. Mm. I heard, yeah,
4: kind. I mean, you just yeah.
3: I heard you're only supposed to eat one though, because then it's lucky.
0: We don't know what we're talking the about.
3: Yeah. Kentucky Fried. It's the Lucky Rabbit foot. Yeah, the foot.
4: <laughs> no, not Kentucky. Oh my goodness, guys.
5: <laughs> pickles, pickles, rabbit feet. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I've deep
1: fried a rabbit. What before. kind of like girl? Uh, how many like, nuggets you get like off country, one rabbit? Like chicken fried, like
0: deep fried chicken. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. How many nuggets do you get out of one rabbit?
4: Oh, you can get like a whole uh...
1: It's not even nuggets, you cut it down like a chicken, Stevie. No, she's talking a
5: rabbit. Yeah, she's talking about cutting the, like <laughs> the the one by one inch chunks out of it. Out of like the ribs and yeah.
8: the legs, the shoulders. Is there breast yeah. meat on a rabbit?
1: Huh? You, yes. On a, Is a female there rabbit? Meat a on a rabbit? rabbit. Yeah, there's there's like front chunks. <laughs> oh
4: my god. You guys need to go kill a rabbit and look at it. Not
1: like you're used right. to, buddy. Don't dare me. I'll be I'm right one. back. <laughs> you can fry oh, no. a rabbit. I fried a rabbit, guys. Sir. Here goes the Real again. When was this? What year? 84? No, it's actually the first game <laughs> I've ever killed. Was Pennsylvania were rabbits. A, A three. My father-in-law ninety-four. We ran uh, beagles, and I actually learned how to shoot game down on the ground comfortably Be- with dogs beagles? and not up above them. And it was. I'm. Um,
5: I'm. I'm I, and I. I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. So here's the thing. On your note. Courtney might be one of my favorite guests we've had in a in a long long time however uh, I'm however it's okay however i am I'm, I'm not up to par on the whole trout thing and rabbits <laughs> oh, not she lost my, points for trout? rabbit's not one of my favorites so not that you're not one of my favorites still because we're allowed to agree to disagree however you have intrigued me because I have never deep fried nugget like chicken nuggets with a rabbit I so I might have to try it. Because yeah. I've not done that, so she might have changed yeah. my mind on that. I'll have to go to her house for the trout thing, but I can try the rabbit. Yeah. And yeah. She dug, bring bring dug, dug in. She dug in on the trout. Like she, I'll uh, cook
1: it.
6: Yeah. We. I What about Courtney? Are you, yeah. we going to just bypass Courtney?
1: No. And... No. But we'll go with. <laughs> let's go hunt it and cook it with Courtney. <laughs> so, that um, being said, what
6: what's your favorite thing to eat? Then Is, I mean, we we've, we've gone. You like to. You like to cook the steaks? Well, you're what is uh what's your favorite dish? Is it
5: If we, she says coleslaw, I'm I'm walking out.
4: No, no, no. Like my favorite dish is the rabbit, like wild game wise.
6: Yeah.
4: is oh, really
5: I just I mean that I
6: got I just yeah. thought that was a fun time to talk about rabbits. Yeah. I didn't oh think that goodness, was no. the absolute favorite. Like you yeah, know that that's like How can that be the like the absolute End all be all. Like she she must have this
5: amazing recipe. That's the
6: thing that I'm that it lost me. We're going
5: over for trout and chicken rabbit. Trout and chicken rabbit. Trout Trout and chicken
6: rabbit. (laughs) Bacon, bacon, chicken rabbit. Thank you, brother.
4: Yeah, I will say I really like a good bison burger too. Like that's another go to of mine. Um, but yeah, that. The rabbit, and I don't know, it might be like sentimental too, because like my husband cooks that for me a lot, but yeah, he just cuts it up really small, like make sure there's not a lot of tendons or anything in it. It's like really, you know, tender, and you can even tenderize it sometimes. Courtney and then size he just,
0: bites, yeah,
4: yeah, of course.
0: So, so- then- my wife and I were just talking about rabbit the other day. Because we have a bunch living in our yard. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, well, what's
5: up, dog?
6: Yes, husband.
0: Yeah.
5: Showing yeah. Because you got a wife. The next <laughs> podcast that we have, Steve, you'll say we had some rabbits living in our backyard.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. Cousin, could you come remove my rabbits Cousin. and then prepare them for me?
5: <laughs> no. All right. Let's move on. Oh, I have some we rabbits can't the in park, the woods we'll up
2: north. <laughs>
5: So, next question.
3: I want to I tie it into that question. What's her favorite
5: species to hunt? I was going to say the same. Yep. Ooh, nice. I like mm.
6: you guys' just thinking. Good. Collective. <sighs> I love your collective thoughts.
4: Does it have to be hunting?
5: No. What do you could like hunting snaky. that's not hunting? You could play paintball against some blue herrings. No. We don't care. Just tell us whatever Fish. you're into. <laughs>
4: My favorite thing would would honestly be trapping.
5: Okay. Um,
0: no
2: way.
4: And it's not because like a lot. Of, and again, like you guys, I'm not going to get into this too much because it could you could have four four podcasts on just trapping At a load and, and all yeah,
2: that.
1: Yeah, and we need mm-hmm. Andy Spittle here.
2: Well, yeah. But also, um, you
7: started the the podcast by saying this and what you can and can't. Like you talk about just eat or just people taking the fur and not eating the meat.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, you know, I started that with my dad when I was probably, like, 12 or 13. He had a shoulder surgery, so he couldn't, like, carry his gun so um, or shoot his gun because it would, like, basically knock out his shoulder again. So we started trapping, and that was normally, like, my biggest thing was we would, like, we'd kill all these animals, and then, like, I'd skin them out after school in the garage and just throw the carcasses in the trash. And there was, you know, nothing there, um, to like take away from it. So that was my biggest struggle, um, with that, but I absolutely love it. It is, it's more of like a mind challenge than like a physical challenge. I mean, unless you're trapping beavers and then you're hauling like 300 pounds in for weights to like drown them. But, um, All right. it's really cool. Yeah.
3: So let's Go let's ahead. get more specific though. Obviously, when you're trapping, you're targeting species. Yes. What is your favorite species to target when you're setting your traps?
2: Okay.
4: So I love to water trap um, anything that's in the water. I am a.
3: So like, like two t- twenty conibears, yeah, or footholds,
4: yeah. Per- personally, I like footholds better. Okay. Uh, because conibears. They work well, but number one, they're bigger, so they're not as easy to conceal. Um, now, like, if you're, if you're using them for muskrat, I mean, that works well. But, like, personally, I like footholds. And if you just do, like, a set where they kind of take care of themselves, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: but I like footholds better just because you can maneuver them more, and you don't have to kind of mess with them as much.
3: Do you find it to be, like, it's more of a challenge thing? Because uh, coni bears, obviously, it's, you know, those are, those are body traps. And yes. those are, those are kill traps. Yes. You know, there's no catch and release there. And honestly, when you think about it, when you look at how people set up conibears bears for water traps, um, you kind of have to get the animal into that area. But oh, we, most definitely. we talked about this with trapping before. When you talk about foothold traps, you are talking now about a one-inch square area where you need that animal to place its paw Correct. or its yes. fin or its whatever it is. Uh, like platypus have a webbed foot. So whatever it is, fin your target species, mm-hmm. it has to put that thing in that one-inch square area. Is that part of the draw?
4: Yes, that is okay. That is exactly You know, because there there are so many things that go into it. Like, people think, oh, you can just... And sometimes you can. Like, raccoons, possums, like, if that's what you're going for, you know, even make sometimes. If they're in the area, you can sometimes, you know, do that. But, like, once you start getting into land trapping with foxes and coyotes and bobcats even, like, I've caught a bobcat before. Like, it's all about how you, like, look at the lay of the land. You have to make sure that, you know... You can't, if you want to catch a fox, you can't put it on the outside of the trail. You got to put it on the inside, or vice versa, if you're doing a kite. Like, it's there's so many different things. You have to look at the way the fence rows come together and what the different weeds are on that fence row. And, like, is it too high for this animal to see over it? Like, and then you have to think about the way the wind's going and you have to make sure your scents were kind of covered. And then you have to worry about whether or not you're your ground is going to freeze, and if you need peat moss and, you know, what you'll use to keep your pan up. I mean, there's wow. a lot that goes into it.
6: That,
3: that and just, is a lot. Just for clarification, Will, Pete is Randy's cousin. I was
6: going to say. Kate Moss' cousin.
3: <laughs> Kate was better. Darn it. it. Kate was way better than Randy. Good on you.
6: No, no, we're together. On this. Yeah, we're,
3: we're spanning... The void. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going. I <laughs> know. Uh, I love it. I know we, we have a lot of folks that listen to <laughs> us too that are really going to key in on, on some of that, um, some of the nuances that come along with trapping. I know there's so much to it. We barely, no pun intended, scratch the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff.
5: See, so I think that they, what some traps called that the, the, the raccoon puts his hand in and it, it oh, gets the dog stuck. Proof. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't actually hurt them. You could technically release them. Yeah. I think they should make those and bring back phone booths and put them in there for humans and just write free money on it to catch liberals Ooh. so that we can just start
2: <laughs> the selection
5: process.
4: That's a win. To get That's a win, yes.
5: You can put that in your podcast or not. I don't care, but I think that it's a good idea. Well, but these
3: are these are – Traps that are designed to catch raccoons, and we call them dog-proof traps because we don't want to hurt the dogs. What do we call those?
5: I think hmm. this well, might. Is you this can how, sharpen the edges inside if you want. I don't mind. I'm just saying. <laughs> is this how
6: you got your turkey? Did you trap it first?
4: Me? Oh my goodness! Now <laughs> I'm just. <joking>. No. <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> you could think about it. If you got like a hula hoop. And like hung it underneath the tree at night whenever oh. he was roosted, and you put that like the, you could put like the hen decoy under the <laughs> hula hoop with a net, and he would fly right through the circle.
8: Yep, and, it sounds like yeah.
5: she's talking about hoop, it. The hula hoop would snap shut. She's she just put a hammock down there,
2: <laughs> so Gordon's like, like, "Trust me, I've been Turkey trying this for fly years."
4: <laughs> yeah, like I, I have no question that like if I was to be like stuck or quarantine how ironic is that in the woods um by myself for an extended period of time i'd be okay like i'm not that worried
5: there you go <laughs> do you like do you like to eat the liver out of the deer liver onions
4: i that's one thing i could never get into it personally
5: do you like coleslaw? But, uh, i do not all right well so now you now on those levels you've now jumped up two more levels on my best friend list so <laughs> because in my, now
2: we're back to where we began, yeah. huh?
5: <laughs> in my I top, field. my top ten hated things in the entire world, and coleslaw is in my top three. So, um, I was forced. Spinners. I was yeah, spinners. <laughs> hell no, hell no. That's um, I was forced by my grandmother to eat you know deer liver and beef liver and onions because that you know that was the cheaper stuff when we grew up, and. It's very, very difficult for me nowadays to eat liver and onions. Even though I don't hate the taste of it, it just brings back the you'll sit here and eat this until it's gone type of mentality that the old school people had.
3: Can't get up till your plate's clean.
5: Right. So I would rather eat a dump truck full of Brussels sprouts than one spoonful of coleslaw.
6: (laughs) Before that being said, that's... Also, something that you can relate to Courtney with, and, yeah. and not maybe not to her level, but like she is an artist with you know with all kinds of crafty things. Like, I, I it would be really wrong of us to oh yeah, we oh scratch gosh, that surface yeah. if I, we didn't talk about some of the things that you can.
5: I find her intriguing.
6: Sell and, and, and impart in part to like you said to to women that they can wear and they can you know it's it's actually very functional and attractive
5: yeah tell me about this
2: Courtney
4: yeah so um like I said so like my husband and I like we hunt just about anything that there's a season for so like ducks geese turkeys um you know fish you know deer all that stuff so I like to try and use what I can left over. So, like, turkey, it kind of started whenever we were planning our wedding, and I showed my husband a photo of turkey feather bow ties that I thought would be awesome to make for our wedding instead of having them wear, like, fancy ties.
3: They're awesome. Oh, nice.
4: Yeah. And so he credits that he thought of the idea, but we won't get
2: into that. (laughs) Uh, But
4: we started making them, and I was just sitting there messing around, and I'm like, I can make a pair of earrings. And so I made like a pair of earrings and then it just kind of started from there. So I have like all different, like woodcock feathers, pheasant feathers. You know, I've taken porcupine quills because a lot of people, you know, you know, hit them on the road. Um, And I'll take porcupine quills. Now I do cut like the end off so it doesn't like stick into anyone, but I make earrings out of those. And then I also take, uh, deer leather and bison leather um, make earrings and purses and wallets out of those nice
8: how um, I, I have seen those bow ties out of turkey feathers and they are amazing that i think they are so yeah. sharp
3: brian's ready to I renew his vow so he can one wear of one of those yeah. <laughs> sorry stevie it, uh, i stepped over that question how long does it take was stevie's question
4: for a bow tie yeah yeah if my husband does it, it takes longer than if I do it. Um,
8: Ouch. <laughs> how much longer?
4: <laughs> probably like half an hour to an hour longer. Really? Yeah.
7: Bowtie smack talk. That's what I like to hear yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, he, he just
4: has like naturally bigger fingers though. So, like, it's harder for him to like oh, touch and put them yeah. down
2: without
4: getting glue all over him and then he gets mad and then the glue gets on the feathers Stupid and then
1: glues mm. yeah that's what i heard you Ur. suck but it's not your
4: fault <laughs> that's kind of how it is like he's batting like yeah. all of <laughs> but
6: he's like a lot of sap <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sticky
2: oh.
3: no that's that is awesome and I hate to say it, but we really did just barely scratch the surface on a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah. and we're already up on time, boys. Yeah, I, and gal. I,
8: I want to know where where can people go to find everything about you and those turkey feather bow ties and the earrings you're speaking of. Where, where can people go? Yeah, where can people find yeah. you?
4: So I have um, my own website. It's called The Life of a Hunter's Wife um, dot com. That has my blog as well as my recipes and, like, my shop. But if you want to keep up more on, like, the day-to-day life, like, whenever we're finding mushrooms and Uh stuff like that, um, go to my Instagram or Facebook, The Life of a Hunter's Life. Um, And, yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, Stevie was just losing his mind there. We didn't even get to talk about all the morels you've been been finding and everything.
4: Oh, yeah. It's... I love, I love nature. So here, here's
3: what I think we should do is we need to go ahead and plan an outing for the crew pretty soon, get out there and try some of those, what, what were we calling them? The, the chicken rabbit nuggets Yeah. Mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. with morels and with a morel side dish of some sort and get catfish, one of these tasty trout cooked up the right way and have a good weekend of it and make it onto your blog ourselves that's our plan
4: yes we would i would love that so much that'd be fantastic
3: i think we need to do that boys
8: pencil it in be careful what you ask for amber make sure you have your shots
1: now you've been hanging
3: out with this group for an hour now courtney you want to take that that suggestion back or take that offer (laughs) back at all
4: trust me you guys are very mild comparatively speaking (laughs)
3: Well, Courtney, before we actually let you go, uh-huh. I got a question for Don't you. Do Damn it, Ryan. No, because we have to, bud. There's only so much the internet will let us put up at once. Oh, gotcha. That's what we. It's not my fault. <laughs> call, <laughs> call uh, Bill do Gates it. or somebody. Mark Zucker, you got a problem with that? Yeah. So, uh, Courtney, before we do let you go, though, question is: Are you a coffee drinker at all?
4: Yeah, my me and my husband we drink it, and he he drinks like. At least a pot and a half a day, so it's it's definitely prevalent in our house, very much
6: so. Well, it's his only vice. That's fantastic news,
3: because <laughs> we can at least get two or three days out of okay. this. Because our good friend Denny Vish over at Duck Blind Coffee mm-hmm. has graciously offered to uh, to send all of our guest hosts some samplings of some of his delicious blends. Yeah, because he Ooh. wants to make sure that you migrate you're able on over. To migrate over to a better cup. Thank mm. you, Bucky.
2: You're
4: welcome. Oh, it's I love stuff. that. All mm. right.
3: Oh, yeah. And for anybody else out there who is interested in purchasing some of that Duck Blind coffee. I'd go to online.
6: Would you now?
3: Mm.
1: That's where I go. Oh, okay. Get you some. I, I've made three orders mm-hmm. since the COVID. Really? It's. It, I will say that's it's the only one
2: getting Bucky through it. It is.
1: It truly is. Thank you, Denny and family. Hashtag Boom. migration blend. Mm. Hashtag
3: thank you. There you go. TBT. <laughs> TBT. TBT. Thank you,
1: brother. Thank you.
3: Thank All right, Courtney, <clears throat> before this thing completely gets off the rails, I will go ahead. Bucky already did it earlier. I'm offering you another episode. We will follow up with you, see how your whole year going. Check back in. But thank you so much for your time tonight and talking to us. Thank, thank you, you Courtney. Courtney.
4: Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure and I really appreciate you, you know, seeing me and appreciating what i'm doing so thank you for your time
5: quit being so uh-huh. damn awesome well. you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say this there's a new hashtag hashtag tst thank you sister thank you there you go
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right she's
3: got her own hashtag love it <laughs> all right thanks again courtney take care tst ah. Well, Stevie, I did it again. I know you kicked off the episode. You brought us back to your hometown for some of that greatness, and I appreciate it, but I stole the the ending yeah. from you. I apologize.
2: My pleasure.
3: Why don't you wrap her up, bud? Uh, tell everybody where they can find us.
0: Hop on over to ruttonriverpursuits.com. Check us out on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mm. Download the podcast and subscribe. Subscribe and download on all your favorite podcast apps such as iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.
6: I love those Spotify. Last
0: but not least, check us out on the YouTubes. Just search Rut River Pursuits Podcast. Podcast.
3: That's it. Love it. Go to all those Mm -hmm. places. That is good stuff. What what I want everybody to do, if you don't already have an absolutely amazing, wonderful, understanding wife, have her take a listen to this podcast because <laughs> maybe maybe it'll give her some incentive to go, you know what, I'd like to try it. I'm not saying it's somebody who needs to sit at home and let you do whatever you want to do, but maybe it's somebody who wants to tag along. That's what I'm saying.
6: Oh, that's, that's your- have her listen
3: to this. Have her go back and listen to Lacey's podcast. Have her go back and listen to some of the stuff Miss Leanne has been on. Yep. I mean, there are a lot of wonderful women who are helping us do what we do every Say day, it, week here. in and week out? I've got one upstairs right now who didn't kick us all out when we showed up tonight. So that's right here. Here, let's keep it going. She lets pick, bring the pizza. Thank you, sisters. Thank you. <laughs> thank
1: Hashtag TST. <God>.
3: <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Love you. Peace.
2: Get outdoors. Bring them ladies.
6: Listen, if if if, you're, if your hunting partner runs across seven mountains to get the turkey, I say go and get. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, Ma-
3: you go. Male or female? Stand um, down. <laughs> male or female, I'm out too. Ch- yeah. I'm just
7: Chase him to me. I'll be at the bottom of the first
6: mountain. You
7: put on a turkey drive.
4: But, like, the best way to sulk is, like, watch a Hallmark movie and then get in a bubble bath. And, like,
2: (laughs)
1: everything. I love it. it. Yes. And maybe light a candle or two. Exactly.
2: And it it just makes the whole world. He's been there. Yeah. Makes the whole world Okay.
1: It's not even nuggets, you cut it down like a chicken,
5: Stevie. No, she's talking about cocking a rabbit. Yeah, she's talking about cutting the, like <laughs> the the one by one inch chunks out of it. Out of like the ribs and yeah.
8: the legs, the shoulders.
1: Is
5: there breast
8: yeah. meat on a rabbit? Huh? Yes.
5: On a Is female there breast
2: rabbit. Meat on a a rabbit.
1: Yeah, there's there's like front chunks.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness.
4: You guys need to go <laughs> kill a rabbit and look at it. Not
1: like you're used right, to, buddy. don't dare me. I'll be I'm
5: right one. back.
2: <laughs>